So that's what happens when they work out a compromise between Mozart and James Bond. My guests are Alexei Igudisman, violinist, and Yonki Ju, pianist, who join us now from Central Park West Studios of the Radio Foundation. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. You can't see us, but we can hear you. you uh, no, actually, you, you can't hear I, us. I, uh, I mean, I can. can hear you, actually. Yeah, yes, yeah, you can. But you cannot smell us. Well, uh, fortunately, you can't smell me either, so. <laughs> 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 you smell very lovely, actually. Very lovely fragrance. Well, thank you. So. Thank you. I'm, I'm a sort of a metally microphonic sort of Neumann feeling to yeah, it. Yeah, with a little jasmine. It's a new thing I'm trying out. Uh, um, <laughs> So, with that as his, as his starting point, uh, Alexei, uh, you were born in what was then Leningrad, is now St. Petersburg in Russia. Yes. yes. And, and uh, Hyunki, uh, you were born in England. Uh, but, That's correct. But somehow, that funny. somehow at the, by the age of 13, you, managed, you guys managed to get together. How did that happen? Well, I was born at a very young age, so, so that may, may explain something. Well, I was born. I so bet it was hereditary. That, that, that explains a lot. We met at the age of 12 uh, at the Yehudi Menuhin School. That's a specialist music school for, for uh, young, very um, insane, uh, talented people. <laughs> That's in London, isn't it? Just south of London. Uh -huh. And uh, we became friends pretty fast. We realized that we were kindred spirits and that we both wanted to do something a little more creative in this world of music. Yeah, I mean, we were always fascinated by different types of music, whether it's classical music or rock or, or, or jazz or Latin music. But, but we thought that generally the whole world of music is taking itself a little bit too seriously. So we decided to turn it upside down and create shows where we incorporate theater and, 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 and comedy and generally madness into performance of, of ho hopefully very high caliber, so to speak. Well, I would think that the influence of Yehudi Menuhin being a, a rather uh, eclectic and uh, an open artist as he uh, probably yes. helped you. That's right. It? He was he was very open-minded, and uh, yeah. one of the things he did at the age of eighty-two or something was to conduct the Berlin Philharmonic standing on his head. He, he literally <laughs> did that. <laughs> Actually, I, not a joke. I mean, I, I took lessons from him, and I, I always had to stand on my head. Uh, when when I, I uh, took lessons, and that's why I play most things backwards. Uh, is is that why your hair is the the way it is? Yes, it's. Yeah. You mean the lack of hair? Uh, well, <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I guess I did bring it up. Um, in the piece that we just heard, what a couple of things yes. that I liked. Uh, th there was the timing of uh, Victor Borga and and the finesse of Peter Shickley. I mean, the, the music is absolutely first rate. Well, thank you, but that's not a question. That's a statement. Well, sort of leading, <laughs> but please come, bring him coming, bring him coming, <laughs> give give us compliments. We love it. No, that's a big compliment. Of course, know, the, there's no great. question that Victor Borger and um, and Peter Shickley are, are you know big influences for us. But it's not just those guys. Yes. I mean, we're big fans of Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park. Yeah. Also, a lot of the SNL veterans and present people there. Of course, Monty Python growing up in England, uh, they're very big influences. But also, like, actually, also like theater people, like, like uh, writers like Bernard Shaw and Oscar Wilde, not to want to sound too pretentious, but they really were a great influence to some of the things that, that we write. And of course, musically, really diverse. I mean, any influence like from Mozart to, you know, the Antwort from South, you know, rap band from South Africa these days, 
they're all inspirations for us. The interesting thing about that uh, that Mozart Bond thing we just heard, which actually we call from Mozart with love. You know, we we played a concert a few months ago somewhere in America and there were two girls sitting in the audience about maybe 11 and 8 years old and afterwards we got to chat with them a little bit and we said hey what's your favorite what was your favorite part in the show and they both said oh we love that Mozart Bond thing we said oh really yeah interesting okay so so what do you like about well we love Mozart I said oh you know who Mozart is yeah of course we know who Mozart is yeah he wrote Marriage of Figaro and Magic Flute and oh okay all right you know who James Bond is no (laughs) so wait a minute wait a minute Do, do you know what he does no You've never heard of James Bond? No. <laughs> but you still liked it. Yeah, we loved it. Well, I think th- th- this is partly because what, what we try to do and what we do, uh, we try to write in different levels so that everybody is able to enjoy it. So because you don't actually even need to know Mozart or Bond, but actually it's it's the fact that we're mixing different types of music. We are mixing different styles at the same time. The, the kind of argument that, that we tend to have throughout our shows uh, with each other, um, we tend to argue quite a lot, whereas in, in life... No, we, we don't. Actually, <laughs> don't yes, say yes, that. We, no, we don't. <laughs> yes, we, we do. No. We, we argue. Let's boys, not. boys, no. boys. Uh, my guests are Alexei Gudisman, violinist, and Yonki Jew, pianist. They're together with a program called And Now Mozart, which is coming up this Monday at Orchestra Hall here in Detroit, 7.30, information at DSO. Dot org And uh, I've been warned that there may not be any Mozart in your program and now Mozart. Yeah, it's not it's not really what we want to do in, in, in this program. Actually, there's no Mozart. We try to avoid it quite religiously uh, until the very, very last number. And the last number is, uh, you, you know, the, the old Russian song, I Will Survive. I feel you. Uh, I will survive <laughs> by by the 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 glorious Russian uh, folk singer Gloria Gaynor. Anyway, this 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 traditional <laughs> song I will survive. We actually do it in the original version. Um, probably that's how it sounded at the time when Mozart wrote it. One, two, one, two, three, four. And we basically combine all sorts of pieces by Mozart with I Will Survive, uh, ending up with a huge rap on Pachelbel Cannon. really quite crazy and it is well I, w- I want to get a little bit more into the crazy part because one thing that is a little difficult on the radio is 
to convey yeah. the visual component of what you guys do on the stage. For example, Hyunki, you uh, you have, I'm told, small hands. That is correct, yes. Very and, small. And you came, but only hands small, please. Right, uh, for the record. But you came up with a rather innovative solution to this problem uh, to play Rachmaninoff. Well, you know, credit has to go due to actually one of the American composers, Charles Ives, because he was the first, I think, sometime in 1908 in this Concord Sonata. Uh, he asks the pianist to strike parts of the keyboard with a... With a large piece of wood. Large piece of wood. And um, so uh, it's from the great American that we got the idea. That's one of the perfect examples of how we write on at least two levels, because if you know something about music, if you've played piano or you know who Rachmaninoff was, then you'll know that, yes, his hands were big and his piano writing is very thick and some of it's very difficult to play and awkward. If you have no idea about any of this, you see some guy struggling to play the piano, This his partner throwing him sticks of wood and then he's playing the, the piano with the piece of wood, throwing them back up and then the other guy's getting <laughs> confused, like he doesn't know which piece of wood to give. And so they see this kind of acrobatic slash slapstick uh, skit. Yes. And, and meanwhile, while the music is continuing seamlessly, and that's a perfect example of uh, why our show attracts people from uh, kids as young as six and seven and kids as old as 80 and 90. is brilliant and uh, it's amazing okay. Alexi that you've got all these because there are multiple chords so the the, the wood has pegs for the the right notes and yeah it's, it's really very difficult to do so I have to I, I train to, to do that I train um, I do a lot of acrobat training also uh -huh. I believe in the in the carrot ghost who helps me Carrot ghost. Yes, the ghost of a carrot. Is that an express? Is that a German expression, or is that something? No, no, it's just something. You know, the ghost of a carrot is is something is what guides me throughout all this difficult training. You mean like the way a carrot leads a horse, or it's the first time? You know, I've known this man for yes. about, about thirty years, and I, I I know a lot of his. You know, a lot of his gab. I have never once heard him say carrot like, ghost. Carrot you probably ghost. never heard anyone say carrot no, ghost. No, but it's an interesting phrase. I think. <laughs> Thank you. Let's Thank say you. it again. Uh, carrot ghost. Carrot ghost. There we go. We have breaking news right here on WRCJ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alexi Goodisman is the violinist. Yonki Ju is the pianist. And there, there's another bit I've seen you do. By the way, if you go to uh, YouTube and just enter Mozart will survive, you'll the first thing that'll come up will be these guys doing their bit. And then you, you know, if for the the that small part of the universe that doesn't know how to spell the Gudisman, uh, this would be a good way to find uh, their bits. <laughs> well, Jew but, is quite easy to spell. Yes? J-O-O. -O. Yes. yes, okay. But there's another bit 
that you can find on uh, on YouTube that has to do with gravity. And there's some... Yes, it's an incredible force. Without gravity, we would just be flying. Yeah, we'll be floating around. all over the place. Thank I mean, God for Isaac Newton and his apples. Otherwise, exactly, otherwise we'll be floating. If we would have Isaac never... Newton wouldn't have invented gravity, That's right. we would be floating. So it's kind of an ode to Newton and yes. the apple. Exactly. Uh, Granny Smith's Golden Delicious, all of them are included. Fuji as well. And basically what we do is we disassemble the piano. Ironically, the technology used in taking off the, the stick that keeps up the lid was developed in conjunction with someone who works at ESA, the European Aeronautics Space Administration. Yes. Um, and, you know, he's used to building space stations where there is no gravity. So, actually, just that, ironic. That it, it's, yeah, exactly. That, it's, it all cor correlates. It all correlates. And then yeah. at some point, I actually take the leg, one of the three legs, off the piano. And miraculously, this piano stays intact. It's a bit of magic. It's, it, um, it, it's something that it, it David really Copperfield is. is scratching his head, wondering how, you know, he's, he's trying to get us to tell him. And we said, no, no, you tell us, how you, you tell us how you hit the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, go yeah. away. David. There you go. You can witness uh, this magic, this, uh, and it's, it's a delight, absolutely. In Orchestra Hall this Monday night, 7.30, and now Mozart with no Mozart, but that's well, a little bit of Mozart, but that's okay. <laughs> DSO.org for more information. You guys have been all over the world. I mean, you've you've gone from and now you're in the United States, but you you've been yes. to Istanbul and, and and Germany. And do your gags play the same in various places, or do you have to modify them depending on where you are? Well, they sound different in different places because when we do it in in you know in in Germany, uh, then they sound like this. Whereas if it's uh, in uh, Italy, it's like no no prego prego no 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 fatto no 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 I voglio dire no no I voglio dire no Mozart no no andiamo etc. Yeah, I mean you know we could go through all the different languages, but then the show would be over. How many languages do you guys speak? 17. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> but realistically, actually, between us, how many? Is it I like six or seven? Maybe or six or seven between yeah. us. Yeah. We do do our shows in different languages. Um, we, we've done it in Spanish, in Italian, in German, in Russian, even in Korean. And French. Uh, and, and in French. And uh, we spent a lot of time translating. But in, don't, don't worry, in the U.S., in Detroit, uh, we will do it in English, I think. That's good. Well, yeah. at least parts of it. And the rest of it will be in music. Exactly. Exactly. While we're on the subject of music, and, and before uh, we let you go, one of the things that usually happened at a Victor Borga concert is people would ask him to play something straight. Right. But, mm. you, but both of you are accomplished... Uh, I don't want to, what's the word, uh, straight, conventional musicians? Do, do, do you play anything uh, without the gag? You know, we, we, we always do. Uh, we actually think it's very, very important uh, for humanity, not really for humanity, but uh, especially when you have such a zany and, and fun, crazy show like ours. We are passionate musicians. I mean, we love all types of music, but basically what we want to do is be we don't make fun of music, we make fun with music. So we always show the respect to the music by playing something um, beautiful, 
um, completely straight. People still laugh, but we play it straight. My guests are Alexei Agudisman, violinist and pianist, Yunki Ju. You can see both of them and delight with a wonderful evening of, of music and humor and, and just, just goodwill uh, in, <laughs> in Orchestra Hall this coming Monday, October 19th at 7.30 in the evening. Uh, the ticket information at dso.org. And uh, guys, I, I really enjoy your work. I look forward to seeing you on Monday. Thank you very much. Well, if you do come, please come and say hello. Will do. We'll take a picture together. Yes, so we can show it on the radio. Just a little, a little lower. Look, not that low! <laughs>